Hello and welcome to Coaching Chaos. I am Shari Reynolds and I actually wasn't going to do a podcast today because I read the assignment from Gen Con 365, The Gathering of Israel by President Russell M. Nelson from October 2006. And I thought, I am not touching that. I don't know much about that topic. I know that it has to do with missionary work. I'm not super familiar about the gathering of Israel and the lost tribes, so let's just take a break today. But alas, during our prayer this morning, my husband said, and please help us this day that we can remember to be genuine and authentic. And a light switch went on in my brain and I thought, dang it, that's exactly the purpose of my podcast, that I stay genuine and authentic, that I am not a scriptorian. I don't focus on the things that I only know or resonate deeply in my heart. And it's interesting because as I have mulled over this today, it has become more and more dear to me. So when something's intimidating, it might be the very thing that we need to look deeper into instead of curling up into a corner and just ignoring it. So Instead of taking a break today, here I am. And I profess I am not a scriptorian, but I am the ball in the pinball machine. You pull that trigger and Shari is all over the place. And I have realized recently that I need to apply my reading and my studying, which is just a few minutes every day. I need to apply it with mindfulness, with thoughtfulness, with intentionality. I can't be like the 16-year-old that prepares for her DMV test and then goes and gets in the car and expects it to drive. I need to prepare for my day and then I need to apply what I have learned, insert that key. And so that is why I'm here because I feel like there's someone else out there that is much like me. So I'm not going to avoid this topic. I'm going to attack it with the best that I can and apply it for who I am and for what I do know. And that is that I have a testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so how can I avoid talking about anything pertaining to the gospel? Because as it is in 3 Nephi chapter 4 verse 33, the word is gushing. And that is exactly how I feel regarding my testimony of the gospel. The great goodness of God and delivering them out of their hands of their enemies and they knew it was because of their repentance and their humility that they had been delivered their hearts were swollen with joy unto the gushing out of many tears because of the goodness and greatness of God in delivering them so here I am I am so grateful to my father in heaven for the many blessings that I receive daily and the insight that I receive and I am in pursuit of happiness and the way that I can do that is to be mindful on how I apply the scriptures and the conference talks to my life and avoiding a topic isn't going to help calm my inner chaos so instead of being reactionary and just avoiding it altogether I'm going to get at this so yesterday I watched a video that was actually on the news and it was a man jogging through Slate Canyon in Provo and a cougar was actually stalking him. So 
you can find this video on YouTube and you'll see this man who, who was mindful that he had a cell phone and that he was able to walk backwards. And it's very much apparent that he is scared to death. And you'll need to turn it down because there is so much use of um, profanity because every 10 seconds or every two seconds more like it's beep, beep, beep because of the profanity usage. But he was scared. He was so scared, but he was mindful enough that he could hold onto his cell phone and walk backwards and, and capture that on video. It's really interesting. And I learned from this video, you can tell in this this video you don't see him until the very very end but you can see in the moments that he tries to pick up a rock or find a right stick because of the way that the the camera is lowered and the moment that that happens the cougar will uh, attack him and it made me think it made me think about the fiery flying serpents that if those people in uh, that you can find in in numbers in the Old Testament in the Old Testament of Moses if they weren't paying attention they were going to be bit so here this cougar is walking is here this man is walking along and this cougar is stalking him and he's walking backwards and he's trying to scare off this this cougar and it was really incredible at some point, the cougar does get spooked and turns around and runs the other way. I don't know if he found the right rock or if he finally bore up his chest and, and um, intimid intimidated the cougar enough that he ran the other way. In any case, it was, it was obvious that when he was looking for a rock or a stick, that cougar was trying to pounce on him when he looked away. And so... I just thought that that was interesting that here I was too intimidated by this topic that I thought about looking away from it and what purpose would that have done for me today? I would not have delved further into this topic and I would not be here sharing it with you. It is my po it is through my podcast that I hope to bring people to Christ. And so what is my commitment? My commitment is to be genuine and to be authentic. And so in, in B of M365, B of M365, 3rd Nephi, chapter 5, 1 through 15. I love how the Nephites, there was not a single one of them that doubted at this time in the words spoken by the holy prophets. And therefore, they did forsake all their sins and all their abominations and all their whoredoms. And they did serve God with all diligence, all day and all night. So looking up the word diligence, it says careful and persistent work or effort. So what they did was be diligent day and night. Am I diligent? Can I be diligent? I'm here. I am here and is that good enough? Well, I hope so, because I am just going to pursue this and serve my Father in Heaven and share the gospel with all diligence. I don't know about day and night, but I'm definitely going to try my best. But it was Moroni who wrote this in chapter and verse 13. 
as he was talking about how he gathered and compiled all these plates and as he was telling the story of the Nephites at this time, he says, Behold, I am a, God, I am a disciple of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I have been called of him to declare his word among his people that they might have everlasting life. I too have been called and I know that this is my work and I am to declare this word among all of his people that they also might have everlasting life. And as as we know, Christ was rejected and vilified. And in reading The Gathering of Israel, October 2006, President Nelson talks about this and he explains that a loving but grieving father vowed, I will scatter you among the heathen. And that's exactly what he did. He scattered people into all nations and that's how we have the lost tribes. And then that is our role today to bring them back. And so here I am sharing this with you in hopes that you are one of them. So the Book of Mormon is central to this work says President Nelson. It declares the doctrine of the gathering. It causes people to learn about Jesus Christ, to believe his gospel, and to join his church. So the gathering of Israel isn't just going out into foreign countries and foreign lands and being a a missionary. It is Zion right here. It is for the pure in heart wherever righteous saints are, he says. Spiritual security will always depend upon how one lives, not where one lives. Saints in every land have equal claim upon the blessings of the Lord. So where is my gathering of Israel? Um, Of course, I'm not going to be a missionary at this time of my life and go out into foreign lands. So I am going to utilize what I have right here and I'm going to do this podcast. I'm going to be a mom. I am going to teach the gospel to my children. I am going to be an example to all those around me. I can do that. I can gather Israel just in this way because as President Nelson says, the choice to come unto Christ is not a matter of physical location. It is a matter of individual commitment. So do you think that I would be displaying to my father in heaven, my individual commitment, if I said this was too intimidating, but at the end of the day, and it truly is the end of the day, it is not that intimidating especially when I read the words from Moroni, and I will read that again in 3rd Nephi chapter 5, verse 13. He says boldly, Behold, I am a disciple of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I have been called of him to declare his word among his people that they might have everlasting life. Me too. Me too. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. And I am proclaiming the gospel and I am striving to gather Israel, bring home those people that need to know about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it just might be that it's my own children right here in my, my own neighborhood, right here in little central Utah. That might be all that I can do. And what is wrong with that? 
this is what I can do. I can do a podcast. I cannot, for the life of me, carry a tune. I have friends who can sing the most incredible opera. Her name is Emily. She's, in, she's amazing. And I just sit and watch her, how easy it looks. That's not easy for me. I have a friend who is a former college basketball coach. The idea of getting on a court and drawing out X's and O's and calling out plays, that petrifies me. I can hardly watch my husband coach, let alone me getting out onto the floor. I can't do that. I, I couldn't be a nurse like my friend Jen. And even worse, to me, she works the graveyard shift. I, I couldn't do bodies. I can't even take care of my own children when they cut open their skin. I holler for my husband. I can't do it. But I can do this. I can speak. And I can share the gospel. And I can speak without any problem. Standing in front of tens of thousands of people, of which is, is a dream that I have to maybe one day speak in a women's conference. What is wrong with that? But tell that to my very own daughter, who is petrified of speaking in sacrament. Yet she has an immaculate home, completely organized top to bottom. And I wonder where did I get this child? Because I certainly didn't teach her this, but she can do that. So all these amazing and incredible talented people in my life, they each do things that I can't do, but I can do this. And this is how I will gather Israel. This is how I will be in my Zion, where the saints are. And I will do my best, and I will proudly proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ the best that I can. Because this is truth, and it is up to us who know it to share it. Thank you so much for joining me. I really sincerely appreciate it. If you like this podcast and you like what you are hearing and you feel the spirit, maybe a podcast isn't something that you can do, but what you can do to help share and proclaim the gospel is to share this podcast, maybe. In any case, I hope that you join me next time. And like I've said before, even if no one ever listens, I've left my testimony for my children. I ask each of us as I close this podcast to rise up and gather Israel in the best way that you can and not be intimidated by it, but go forth. See you next time.